This is another episode of the Peaceful Body Podcast. Hello, welcome. My name is Inez Bai and I am the host of this podcast as well as a health and mindset coach. And today I'm going to be talking about a highly requested topic. I posted a post on the gram big surprise there about how things have been actually happening really fast for me lately. Like I have just seen such exponential growth both personally and professionally, like in my life and my day-to-day life with like my relationships and things that I've just been going through as well as within my business and the way that things have been growing. So I'm really excited to be sharing that with you and share the tools and the mindsets and the different little things that I've learned along this way and how I'm going to be using all of those into the future so that I can keep this growth going because That is a huge value of mine. I always want to be evolving and upgrading and knowing that I can like knowing that the that there is so much that I can already be proud about of myself now in this moment and I'm really anchored into that but also being so incredibly excited that the best is yet to come like whenever I'm having a really good day or I'm feeling really high vibe or when you know you you just like wake up on the right side of bed and the sun is shining you've had the perfect amount of sleep you like just get started in that really flowy vibe I'm always so grateful for that and I really focus on how like present I am in that moment so I can really enjoy it and then I also think like how incredible is it that the best is yet to come like I get to enjoy this experience so much Okay, just interrupting this because as I was recording this podcast, I had the beautiful store manager from the Lululemon store that I'm an ambassador for, which I have don't think I've even announced on here. So that is something that is really exciting that has happened to me, which actually took a really long time, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. And I just got a little package delivered from Lululemon because we have our like onboarding tomorrow, which I'm really excited for. So A little bit of background to this story. I went to Kmart last week with my housemate. We were just doing some shopping as you do. And I was saying how I really wanted to buy some socks because how good are comfy socks when you're going to bed? Anyway, and I held off from buying them because I had the urge to buy it. And then something within my body was like, nah, don't buy it. And guess what's just been delivered literally to my doorstep? Some Lululemon socks. There you go. Manifestation story in its element. And literally, it's one of those things where I like had the urge and I really wanted it. Then I completely surrendered to it, forgot totally about it. And they just arrive at my doorstep as if magic. Anyway, back to what I was saying before I (laughs) got this beautiful package delivered was that basically when I'm feeling really excited and happy and I'm just like, wow, I can't believe how like happy I'm feeling. I kind of add to that by thinking, you know it like this isn't where it ends like it keeps going like the better it gets the better it gets because I used to really have this mindset of like well it can't be too good or like this is you know uh, there's always something bad is going to happen or the good times are going to be fleeting or this if I get something good that happens to me that I need to pay for it I need to struggle now in order to be worthy of the next level but actually it doesn't always have to be like that like we spoke about um on like in last podcast interview with Kimberly she was talking about being able to come to terms with it when there's always negatives right and of course I think that is really important especially because when I'm feeling that good it's like well wow like like you know it's gonna get better than this like I'm gonna look back at this at a time and be like wow that wasn't even that good but it's also really important to be so grateful in the moment and get to really enjoy it when the things are good and know that the only constant in life is change anyway Before I continue on, even though this has been like a 15 minute interview, um, interview, this has been a 15 minute interview with myself, but starter, I don't even know how long this is. Um, I just want to announce that the Peaceful Body Project, my signature eight week program is starting again in mid-September. Wow, I'm too excited. That's when you know I can't pronounce my words. 
And I wanted to announce this on here because this program is my baby. It is the first group program I ever designed about two years ago. This will be the seventh time that I'm running it. So you can know that every single woman that has been through this program has experienced massive shifts in terms of their body image, their confidence within themselves, knowing their worth, letting go of binge eating, finding food freedom, and just having a really healthy routine that is so in alignment with their life and being able to exercise and take care of their bodies from a place of real nourishment and trust and intuition. So if that sounds like something that you want to join, if you've been listening to this podcast for a year or for two years, or you know, you've heard me talk about the Peaceful Body Project a few times and you keep talking yourself out of it, now there has literally never been a better time to join this program and really finish 2020 in a way that is just in total respect for your body. Instead of what so many of us get caught and we get tricked into buying these ISO body programs or doing these challenges, when in reality, we know that those things aren't sustainable. So don't let someone trick you into a program that is just going to be a short, quick hit of losing weight or just doing some sort of meal plan that's so unpersonalized. In the Peaceful Body Project, it is so personalized. You get the highest level of support. And it's really, really important to me that every single member of the community of the Peaceful Body Project feels as included as possible because I know what it's like to feel left out, to feel isolated. So I can really coach from that place of empathy to make sure that you are part of this community. And I want to welcome you in if this is something that you are interested in. So if you want to join us, there are limited spots. We've already had three spots taken, which is absolutely incredible. Like I'm so excited by the women that have already joined. Send me a DM on Instagram and we can talk about your options. We can talk about whether it's right for you and how you can get started. And the incredible thing is that as soon as you get started with me, even though it starts in mid-September, you actually get messenger access as a bonus from the day that you sign up. So if you sign up literally today, that means you get almost three weeks of extra messenger bonus coaching with me, which my clients always talk about is one of the best parts of coaching with me because it means that you can reach out for support whenever you need anything that you're going through you can let me know and we can create strategies or talk through it or just change your beliefs around it so come and join me it's going to be awesome i will just chat to me on instagram and we can figure it out from there this year has been probably the biggest year for me as i was saying before in terms of really feeling like i'm finally achieving all of the things that i had been wishing and wanting for for so many years of my life i feel the most content i am in my body i feel like the most supported by my friends and family and i'm able to really receive that support from them which i'll talk a bit deeper about as well i feel like i'm really aligned in the message that i'm sharing and the clients that i'm calling in and the growth that my business is experiencing is something that is coming really naturally to me, which has taken me a long while to be able to get to this place where I feel like I'm operating from a place of inspiration and motivation rather than purely running off stress and this desire to be busy and crave external validation. And that's been a huge shift. And it's funny because I was reflecting on the podcasts that I have recorded over the past, it's been about 18 months since I released this first podcast. And I was actually listening to episode number 25, which I titled My Double with Anxiety. And when I listened to that episode, I am firstly really proud of how far my speaking has come because I feel like I execute my words a lot clearer and I'm able to communicate what I'm trying to say in a much more distinct way. And if you want to go and check out my latest, my earliest podcast, like you'll definitely notice what I mean. And even just obviously the microphone quality and the editing is not that I really edit, but just I think a few things have definitely improved. But listening to my voice, I feel like it was such a good point for me to reflect because I can hear in my voice how even though I'm expressing a message that I'm really 
um, passionate about, you know, mental health, body image, self-love, self-acceptance, all things that are really huge parts in my life that I pour a lot of time and attention into. I am kind of like wavering in the way that I speak. I can, I, I feel like I can feel the energy behind me is heavy. I'm talking about feeling quite anxious. I'm talking about the journey that I was going on. And it was really one of the first episodes where I was super open about my mental health and what I'd been struggling with. And it's incredible that I have this bank of podcasts where I can go back and hear my voice and see how far I've come because so often it can feel like we're falling behind or we're not achieving enough or, you know, is this work that I'm doing actually working? So that's why I really encourage you. Like I know for a lot of us, I hear this from my friends all the time. I hate the sound of my own voice, but it's, I mean, that's such a self-limiting belief, right? There's nothing wrong with the sound of your voice. And also everyone hears your voice all day, every day. And it only sounds weird because when you hear it back on a recording, you hear it from the external versus when you're actually talking, it like reverberates off your brain. So it sounds totally different, but you don't have to necessarily have a podcast, but this is where journaling is really helpful. Like even when I read back on my journal entries a year ago, I can see how far I've progressed. And it also helps me to remind me of the little things that I to kind of take for granted and the little things that I've achieved that I probably wouldn't have remembered, but it's so important that I go back and reflect on that because then I can see how much I really have achieved, how much I've really shifted and transformed and how much has come true. Like it's actually incredible and insane to see all of the results. And I want to kind of say this from a place of like, if you're in that mode where you feel like nothing is working, where you feel like you're doing all the right things, you feel like you're doing like trying to grow as much as you can and you're just not sure if it's working it doesn't have to take long like it really doesn't but sometimes when you're in the thick of it it feels like it's never going to change it feels like your reality in that moment is never going to be different and the reason why we feel like that is because when we get really focused on the end goal whether it be feeling comfortable in our body or having a good relationship with food or just generally having good relationships or making a certain amount of money or having a you know a lover or whatever it is we can put that goal really up on a pedestal and make ourselves feel like we are firstly not worthy until we achieve that goal and that goal whether it be a person or or like a income goal or whatever it is is outside of our reach and that's just not the case but by thinking in that way we are making it feel like it's so far out of our reach that we have to wait that we have to struggle that we have to do all of these things in order to make ourselves seem like we're worthy of achieving that thing because we feel like it's so incredible and it's so good but actually everything in this world is equal and if you have the desire to earn a certain amount of money to feel a certain way in your body to have a partner then that desire is within you for a reason and you get to honor that and so often we think well, that's, you know, that's been done before or that's too good for me or will that ever happen for me? And the first step in making your goals happen and making them happen even faster than you thought imaginable is to really stand in your power and declare it and be like, yep, this is definitely what I want and I'm not shy about it because sometimes we think if we don't declare it, like we don't say, oh, I want to lover or I don't you know I we don't say I want to start a podcast for for example then we think if no one knows about it then they won't know if we fail at it but how like lack of trust is that within ourselves to not explain that and share it with other people and then we're hiding and we're less likely to actually take the action to follow through and stay accountable and move the needle towards achieving that ultimate desire that we really want and it's always going to eat away at you right you're always going to have this feeling of like oh I really want it am I worth it should I do it someone else has done it I'm not sure like going back and forth and that is so energy draining like indecision is literally the most energy draining thing ever and I get that it can feel really hard to move away from that that feeling because I used to be so indecisive I used to think that 
I was always making the wrong decision. I was so fearful of making the wrong decision that I just stayed stuck in what I was doing, even though it was self-sabotaging because we as humans get so comfortable in our routine. And for me, one of my biggest values, especially over the past six months, is to just keep taking leaps of faith, keep pushing forwards, keep doing the things that make me a little bit nervous and a little bit scared. And something I do within my journal entry every day, and I actually use the journal prompts from the holistic psychologist. I downloaded her free self-healers guide. And one of the journal prompts in that is today I have the opportunity to be my future self by, and then you do like you say what you're going to do. And sometimes for me, it's like today I have the opportunity to be my future self by booking in to see this energy healer. Or sometimes it's just by being more of an open channel and communicating my needs. Sometimes it's just by being more grateful, but by really having the conscious awareness to think, how can I step into my future self today in the next 12 hours in the next, you know, in the immediate future makes it really tangible and really gives you the ability to design your life rather than just doing what you've always done and wondering why things aren't changing. So as a few of you know, I went through a breakup in the start of this year in January and it wasn't something that I had really planned about, to be honest. It was just something that came to me and we kind of came to the mutual decision to end the relationship because we just weren't really having the same missions or we didn't really have we didn't really agree on what we wanted in the future to to simplify it you know of course as a breakup there's always going to be more complicated things and so when that happened it really made me uncomfortable obviously when you're so used to having someone around all the time to share all parts of your life with to then suddenly having to deal with that all on your own and figuring out how you can channel that energy into other areas of your life whether it be friends or your business or your fitness or whatever it is that's a really challenging time because it's quite disorientating and now all of a sudden you have to learn how to yeah play with that energy and I want to say play because so often we get really overwhelmed with how am I going to do what I need to do and it's so easy to put that pressure vibe on yourself of like, well, now I've got to get back into fitness and now I've got to do this after a breakup or after any sort of moment when we're uncomfortable, when sometimes we really just need to see, okay, how can I kind of like surrender to this? How can I just like be an open person to receiving guidance and receiving support instead of feeling like I need to move forwards quickly and feeling like every single decision that I make is going to be the be all and end all. And I'm going to, you know, something bad's going to happen and I need to fix everything straight away. Like it can be so hard to sit in that discomfort, but sometimes, and this is the emotional intelligence piece, we really do need to just sit with that and allow it to unfold a little bit and not take action on every single thing that our mind says, because not every single thought that we have is true like it's it might be it might feel like it's true but this is where it's really important to have a self-awareness practice where you're constantly questioning your beliefs again in a playful way in an open-minded way in a curious way of like hmm, do I want to believe that do I actually want to give that thought energy do I actually need to take action on what I'm thinking right now and so when I was going through that breakup it was yeah like a really transformative period for me and I decided okay I'm gonna move out you know I'm gonna ramp up my business I'm gonna pour energy into these things I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to direct all of that energy within myself, which also meant giving the, like, reaching out to other people and allowing myself to be vulnerable around people that I'd never been vulnerable about before. And this can be so challenging. Like I think sometimes it's easier to be vulnerable around someone that you've never met before because they don't have a preconceived idea of you. But obviously when you've had friends for like five, six, seven, my best friend, I've been friends with her for like 20 three years which is just incredible and I'm so grateful for that I love her I adore her she would never listen to the podcast but anyway here's my little um shout out to you Beb um 
yeah, when you're friends with someone for that many years, it can feel so exposing to suddenly reveal to them how you're really feeling. And I was speaking about this on the pod on my Instagram the other day. If you're not following me, definitely go and follow me and as by as my handle. How I from the outside can look very independent, very self-sufficient, very high functioning. You know, I've worked for myself since I was 19. I moved out when I was 19. I've always just been very good at getting things done on my own but then in in reality on the inside I was like full-on freaking out the entire time and didn't realize that I was actually super super anxious and just didn't have a way of handling it until like two years ago so because of that I'd really learned to just develop this sort of armor like I didn't want people to get to know the real me because I was worried that they would just be like so overwhelmed with all of the thoughts and the feelings that I would have that they would leave me so the way that I kept people close to me was by only sharing certain snippets of me but then also offloading my entire emotional needs to my partner, which was obviously very overwhelming for them. So, but by doing that, right, by taking off the armor, I all of a sudden became so close with so many people around me. And it was like, I'd always been wanting this like real deep soul connection. I wanted friends that, you know, were happy to do things with me that wanted to have a laugh and get really lit on a Saturday night, but then also wanted to have real deep DM chats about life and emotions and spirituality and aliens and space. And I was craving that for so long, for so many years of my life. And I always felt like it had to be this really long process in order to manifest or call in genuine friends into your life. But all it really took was me recognizing, hey, I'm sharing, I'm hiding a part of myself. Of course, if I'm hiding a part of myself, then I'm showing others how to treat me as well. So potentially other people might not feel comfortable to share that with them with me as well and so by being really vulnerable I gave permission for other people and I made it safe for those around me to also be vulnerable with me and guess what that creates a deep juicy connection and it's been so incredible because it means now as I'm entering the dating world it's like no matter what happens no matter what happens with a partner or you know if someone dates me and then ghosts me which thankfully hasn't happened to me yet (laughs) um, I feel really like secure and supported like knowing that regardless of what happens with any potential person that I'm dating, I always have my friends to rely on. And that is so important when you're going out into the world, especially when you run your own business. But in, I mean, in any life, even if you're working in corporate or you're doing a part-time job or you have uni, like to feel like you're actually supported, it can feel like it's so far out of your reach. But remind yourself that the way that you treat yourself and the way that you give yourself permission to be open and share your vulnerabilities with other people is how you are showing and setting up the expectation for the relationships that you have in your life. So whilst it feels like, like I was saying, it should take a really long time to call in those friends, it can literally just be a moment where you take responsibility for it, where you take the initiative to reach out. And that can create a bond that is so deep and so genuine and full of love, but also laughter. And it doesn't matter how long you've been friends with that person. Like I have recently become friends with um, a, like a, a life coach that is in the area in Sydney. And she has just become one of my best friends in literally like two months because our values are so in alignment. We're both really vulnerable with each other and we can just meet each other where we're at. And that's just incredible. And I could sit here and think, oh, well, why don't I have more friends that I've been friends with for two years? And like, we can't actually be best friends within like two months and rah, rah, rah. But it's like, these things can happen really quickly and you can call these people into your life really quickly. But it's about you taking responsibility for where you may potentially be blocking yourself. And sometimes that is really hard to figure out on your own. And this is where it's so important to have a safe space, like working with a coach or a mentor or even a therapist or doing some sort of course or self-reflection or inquiry by yourself wow, could I list off any more things? But it can be really hard to identify that just by standing around and thinking of it. So really giving yourself the space to be 
you know, to question your beliefs, like I was always saying. And for me personally, working with a coach, working with a therapist, having the combination of the two has been absolutely so life-changing in helping me to then take responsibility for the blocks that I didn't even realize I was putting up and then being able to change them and take action. And that doesn't mean it's not scary. Like, of course, it feels hard to be vulnerable, like I was saying, with your friends when you're not used to being like that, when you have this identity that you cling onto that's like, independent, self-sufficient, high functioning. And I feel like as well, obviously when you're working as a coach, we can sometimes place this expectation on ourselves that we need to have everything together, that I can't be vulnerable to my friends because, you know, what does that reflect of me as a coach? But actually now I realize that that is my strength. The fact that I have been anxious my whole life, the fact that I have you know, struggled with a lot of things growing up with my body image, with my relationship with food, with my own self and knowing my worth and being able to communicate my needs to other people. Like these are all things that I have massively struggled with over the past couple of years in my life. But that has forced me to get really uncomfortable, to get really in tune with my emotions and to understand myself at such a deep level, which means I can then obviously coach at a deep level. But I truly believe that everything I go through is so that I can then offer support and create positive change in the world around us and make sure that we all feel really empowered like that feeling of being empowered just means that you can be motivated to do things inspired to be the best version of yourself but also let go and not let it make any like not let things mean anything about you that has been a huge lesson I've been really anchoring into lately now along with this breakup obviously that now as I was saying before gave me the space to date again and I definitely took some time for myself to really heal to give myself the space to actually be single and be on my own and I know for so many of us we use the distraction of going on tinder or whatever dating app which I don't think the dating apps are bad at all I think it's unhealthy when you use it as a distraction to feel your emotions and breakup is fucking breakups heartbreak whatever they're fucking hard oh my god it's so painful you literally feel like you're walking around with a gaping wound on your face just thinking like how is everyone getting through their life just living as if it's all good so it's really hard but it's also really important to remind yourself that like there are people out there for you and we've all experienced heartbreak in some shape or form and we've all gotten through it and you know you'll experience heartbreak again and it's just something that we go through as human beings and it's just a part of our cycle right it keeps us the reason why we have have heartbreak is because it's a survival mechanism it keeps us together with our people so that we don't leave each other and so that we can keep the population going but that is not a of course a reason to stay with someone like you want to be staying with someone because your values are shared and your needs are being met and you're being able to communicate clearly and you feel like you're creating a future together and you're both open to supporting each other and you just feel excited and you admire that person right like I could go on and on and on about what reasons why to stay in a relationship but you can only learn that by going through things right how are you meant to know what you want in a partner and within yourself if you don't actually experience that and it's okay to you know experience something and then realize that actually it's not right for me anymore and it doesn't mean that that relationship was a waste or that love wasn't true at all all it means is that it served its purpose and it's okay to walk from that just because you break up with someone doesn't mean that you have failed or you didn't do good enough or you've done a wrong decision and actually it takes a lot of courage and strength to walk away from something even though it's comfortable but when you know it's not the healthiest or not the highest 
option for you. And when I say highest, I mean like it's not the truest and most intuitive and aligned option for you. And in order to figure that out, you have to get to know yourself and you have to understand what your needs are and accept them within yourself instead of always pushing them to the side, which is what I did. So with that breakup, something that I had always been thinking about, and as I explained on social media before, this is going to be a very vulnerable podcast for me. I had always wanted to date women and I'd had an experience dating with women. (laughs) I make that sound so saucy. I'd had experiences sort of dating women, but had never really found the confidence to move forwards with that because I don't know. I think I just assumed that everyone wanted to do it. Like with my sexuality, I just assumed that everyone was into dating everyone. And I just thought that if a woman wanted to date me, then she would date me. And so I've always been up until the past like two years, very passive in my life. I really allowed other people to make decisions for me. And just if someone wanted to date me, then I kind of assumed, well, they would date me. So therefore I ended up in a lot of heterosexual relationships with men, obviously, because they just would make the first move and I would just go with the flow and not really question it and just, you know, go from there. So then I had the ability to get to date women. And I know in my heterosexual relationships, I was always worried that I wouldn't get the chance to do that. And I always felt like, why hasn't it happened to me? Or is there something wrong with me that I haven't, you know, been able to explore this side of me? And it's so incredible how fast things change. And I wish I could go back to my younger self and be like it's all gonna unfold for you like you don't even need to worry about it because that's truly what happened literally as soon as I became single without me even trying I had this really beautiful couple of months where I was single which I know doesn't sound like that long but when you're someone that is really deep in this work and you're really self-aware and you're supported by the right therapists and coaches and you're constantly having a really consistent self-care routine girl, you can get a lot of work done. You can get a lot of healing done in that time. And, you know, I I met someone, I started dating a woman and it was such an incredible experience, but it was such a experience for growth and it challenged so many parts within myself and with my relationship with food. And this is the thing about... um, like relationships, I feel like so often we think, oh, you can only love someone fully when you love yourself, but you don't know the version of yourself that you're going to be when you're in a relationship. You can do all of the work by yourself when you're single and yet still be triggered, still be challenged, still find wounds when you're in a relationship because you cannot emulate or or, or like... Um, what's where duplicate that experience until you're with that person. So I, yeah, so I did have a few triggers and especially with my relationship with food, I noticed that, you know, I started adopting this person's um, attitudes and habits around food and they weren't unhealthy at all, but they were just completely different to me. Like I love eating lunch every day, whereas this person would just eat brunch and then, you know, not eat all day. And I would kind of be like, oh my God, when am I going to eat? And I noticed that was a point for me to either shrink and not communicate my needs or I could choose to expand even though that felt really vulnerable and be like okay well I'm hungry and I'm gonna eat lunch by myself and for those of you that struggle with your relationship with food you'll know that it can feel so scary to speak your needs especially early on in a relationship like wow Um, because you really want that person to like you and you just feel like oh but what if you know they're not hungry and they judge me for eating and blah 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 so that was a really good experience for me to go through but I essentially just want to share this because like I was saying, I always was waiting in my early 20s and in my teens, like, you know, I wonder if I'll have a chance to explore this side of my sexuality. And as soon as I stopped focusing on it, as soon as I stopped worrying about it, as soon as I went into this real cocoon of like self-care and being single and getting to do all the things that I really wanted to do, it honestly just happened so easily. And I just happened to meet a woman that I wanted to date just at this uh, that random event and everything just unfolded and we got to spend COVID together and it was great and it was such a good learning curve for me. And it, it wasn't because I put that experience up on a pedestal. And in fact, I realized that like, oh, I wasn't even focused on it at all, right? I actually journaled about it a little bit. I was like, yeah, this would be a cool experience to 
have, but then I let it go. And so often we think, oh my God, I need to, you know, like before what I was saying, if that person wants to date me, then they'll come and find me. And like, it, it, you know, if, if I'm worthy of that, then it will just happen to me. But actually it wasn't about me being really focused on it. It was about me doing the work on myself and being able to meet that person, being able to be available and open to that experience. Because let me tell you, two years ago, oh, there is no way that I could have really openly expressed my sexuality because I wasn't confident enough to do that yet. And so I truly believe that I had to heal my relationship with food, get to a certain place in business, understand my mental health a little bit better so that I was ready to explore that whole other side of me. Because for those of you that might be straight, you'll still understand that when you start dating someone for the first time, it does feel a little bit awkward or weird or whatever and so to be able to be available for that sort of partner whether they're of the same sex or the different sex is still like you have to be available to actually receive that I basically just wanted to share this with you because like what I was saying when I was younger I really struggled with like being scared that I would run out of time to explore this side of me. But if you have that desire within you, you don't have to get really stressed out about it. And in fact, the less you focus on it and the more you just focus on how you feel about it and what your needs are, then the more of a match you will become to draw that person in and to be the right person to be able to actually receive that sort of experience because that is the thing that helps things come to you and unfold even faster. I'm going to have a little chat about money mindset as well. And Obviously, we know that I'm not a financial advisor, but I do a lot of work behind the scenes with my clients around their money mindset, around their relationships. You know, my work has really expanded and evolved from working purely on fitness to now body image, mindset, money mindset, and all of the really juicy topics. Because as I often say on my Instagram, one of my key philosophies is how you do anything is how you do everything. So your relationship with food and the struggles that you're going through with that will also be a mirror in your relationships or in the way that you show up in your career. And I can truly say that when I was struggling with my relationship with food, it's not like I saw that parallel. I didn't really understand. I've had lots of loving partners in the past and I thought that the way that we interacted was really normal. And I thought that we had really good communication when in reality, I was always like blocking things or looking for problems or creating arguments. And that's what I was kind of doing in my relationship with food. I was always kind of like making things harder than they actually needed to be because I didn't have the self-awareness and I didn't have the emotional intelligence to be able to go with the flow and to trust myself. If you don't trust yourself, how are you going to trust people in a relationship? How are you going to trust yourself around food? How are you going to be able to listen to your intuition and make the best decisions for yourself in any realm of life? And I want to be really clear that I do this business and I create what I offer, like, you know, the Peaceful Body Project, which is launching soon, like I've said before, the Peaceful Soul, like all of my courses and programs I create because I want to have a sense of community. I want people to feel included. I want people to feel understood and seen. And for me, the amount of people that I get in my program is not because I want to make a certain amount of money for my launches. Obviously, I want to make money and so that I can live a life that supports me so that I can then give back even more. But for me, the amount of people I get in my program, it's like, oh my God, this is an incredible community of women that I can bring together. And that's what really, really makes me excited and and passionate and inspired. And I want to say as well, like it's not, it's, I've worked with men in the past. I've worked with women and everything else in between. And like, I'm so open to offering coaching to whatever you identify as, of course. Basically what I'm trying to say is that my whole reason for getting into this coaching business for myself and setting up the programs is not purely just to make money. And let me tell you, if it was to make money the first year, I absolutely would have quit. It was a struggle. 
And because I was so in this world of like entrepreneurship, I did a lot of work around my money mindset and people would always talk about money being energy and, you know, act as if you already are earning that amount of money. And I used to struggle with this concept so hard because I was like, well, how can I act as if I already have lots of money when I don't? Like, doesn't that mean I'm going to go buy like designer handbags or buy myself a lush car or, you know, should be putting a deposit down for a house? Like, I didn't really understand what it meant to act as if you already were in the place that you were. And now I realize, and I've come to this realization two and a half years later, that it's not what you do, but the way that you feel about things. So even if I'm buying myself a coffee in the morning and it's like $4, being so grateful that I get to do that, or, you know, when I get my tax bill, being really grateful that I'm in the position to be paying back tax, or at the moment, I just started paying back my hex for my university degree like my student loan essentially and I am so I was so stressed about it initially like when I first finished uni two years ago but this year I'm like how cool is that like I get to actually pay it back and it's just like such an empowering feeling so it's less about what I'm doing but the way that I'm doing it and I truly believe because of this because I've not been so focused on the amount of money I get to spend and the amount of money that I have in my bank account and the amount of money that I'm making it's given me the capacity to receive more because I'm not so stressed out about it and I'm not focusing on it all the time and that's the big key with this whole podcast episode and how to make things happen faster for you is to not focus on it all the time because when you're constantly focusing on it it feels out of your reach it feels like it's really far away and it feels like it's never going to come to you but when you let go that comes from a place of trust of knowing yeah this is what I want and this is what I'm worth and that actually gives you the ability to be open to it rather than constantly focusing on it and wondering why it hasn't happened yet and then getting stuck in that mindset of like pressure and feeling like it's never going to happen and feeling like what's even the point of taking action and feeling like you're not worthy of it because it hasn't happened yet you want to let go of that heavy vibe and start acting as if things have already worked out for you like how would you eat if you already accepted your body how would you talk about money if you already had a million dollars how would you talk about relationships and love if you already had the most healthy relationships in your life That's the way you want to act now. And that's how we can make it more fun. And at the end of the day, whatever goal you have, it's so important to remind yourself to live life along the way. As I always say, I always come back to this analogy because I always say to my clients, a watch kettle never boils. So this is where it's so important to flesh out your life. You may be so obsessed with this idea of having a business or having a relationship or having lots of money, whatever, whatever your goal is, you're allowed to have your own thing. But also there are so many other parts of your life that are there for you to be explored and to be enjoyed. And you don't have to wait to have fun, to love yourself, to enjoy the process until you reach the goal. And time flies when you're having fun. So if you make your life more fun just by little things, not by, you know, constantly being like, well, if I do this then it's going to help me get closer to my goal, it's more just like, well, I'm going to go to the beach today because it makes me feel happy and it's going to, you know, give me the vibe that I want. And then lo and behold you might bump into someone that is going to be your lover or whatever like you can't know you can't know everything and if you want to experience something that you don't know you have to start doing things that you don't know and you have to start putting yourself into positions where you might learn something new about yourself or you might experience something you've never learned before if you know how everything is going to pan out then or you think you know because that's an illusion right if you feel like you can only be successful if you know exactly how everything is going to work out then you're going to be so stuck and then you're not going to be able to experience things that you don't already know like it's such an oxymoron to be like I want to experience something I have never had before but I need to know exactly how it's going to work out 
Like that's what keeps you stuck. That's what kept me stuck for so long. So for me personally, in my life, the less I focused on exactly what I want and the less I get worried about if it's going to happen and the more I trust and surrender to the idea of like, yeah, it's going to happen, the faster it does happen. So my little homework for you this week or the next couple of days is just to see if you can let go a little bit. Just see if you can play around with it. Don't let it be this thing where you're like, oh my God, I have to surrender and how do I do it? Because by doing that, you're trying to control the act of surrendering. So just give it a go for the next couple of days. See how you can let go with your relationship with food or your relationships or any sort of goal and just give yourself a couple of days to still be motivated by it and inspired by where you want to go because that's definitely how I live my life. Like I'm always really excited about where I am going and I know that I'm growing and I know that the best is yet to come but I don't need to be so hung up on the finer details of every single thing. Like I know and I trust that my growth and my success and my joy is inevitable and so I'm just going to keep doing the things that align with that and allowing myself to grow Um, and so just try it for the next couple of days and let go because the very thing that was holding me back from achieving all of the things that I wanted to achieve was getting so focused and so like controlling in the way that things had to happen for me it will happen for you whatever it is that you want and you have that desire within you for a reason so this is me signing out for another week thank you for being here if you have enjoyed this episode as per usual I love hearing from you if you are listening to this wherever you're listening to this if you're on a walk or you're in the park or you're at home or you're cooking dinner I would love to see you take a photo and share it on your Instagram story and if you have any future topics that you would love for me to talk about let me know I've got as always interviews planned more solo episodes planned and <coughs> excuse me we are just getting started on this podcast so thank you for being here